Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real, with Ray Zander, your guide, coach, and best gal pal. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'll be your host for this hour. As we go deep, we like to go deep, people, on the teachings of Abraham and the law of attraction 201-301. Let me tell you, this goes way beyond the secret. And we are here to have fun, first and foremost. But we're also here to explore what it is that you need to know to have more freedom. Because what we're learning from our great spiritual teachers and what we're yearning for inside of ourselves is more freedom. Freedom to be who we are, freedom to experience the things that we are wanting to experience, and freedom to keep changing and moving. So if there is any kind of bondage or strife or feeling of uh, capacity that is limited in your life, today's the show for you. We're going to have some fun exploring some of the latest, greatest information from our friends, our teachers, our mentors, our guides, our inner being that we like to call Abraham. And if you're not familiar with them, I encourage you to go over to abraham-hicks.com and explore these teachers more fully that you're here about in this hour. Before we get started, we want to give a shout out to all of our Stitcher users. It looks like the show is climbing in popularity on that wonderful uh, podcasting network, Stitcher.com. So shout out to all you people uh, listening from Stitcher. We thank you so much for tuning in and, uh, and delving into the richness of Abraham that we so love to do. And I also want to give a shout out to um, our sponsor, Send Out Cards. We deeply believe in the power of appreciation in your personal life, in your business. It is such a close connection to the level of prosperity that you might be experiencing in your life today. So if you have a chance today or tomorrow, go over to sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction, where you can actually send a physical card to somebody, design it online, even put your own personal pictures on there. Telling someone, reminding someone that they are appreciated, they are seen, they are known. Let me tell you, it will be more for you than them, but they will benefit too. And it's all around a good feeling. Sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. And we sure appreciate their sponsorship of this show. Okay, let's go back to the nitty gritty. We are having some really interesting things coming about in the latest, greatest Abraham workshops. And they tend to, if you have been listening to them for a while, find a theme 
And as they move from city to city to city and cruise to cruise to cruise, they take that theme and they go deeper with it. And I think we, we've been hearing a lot about the vortex in the last number of months and even maybe year. And we've now tripped into another theme that I've been hearing really clearly was just on the webcast a couple of days ago that happened in Atlanta, Georgia, and was present for the San Francisco workshop that just happened a, a a bit ago, this idea that emotion is a manifestation. And if you heard the show last week, Janice and I riffed on it, um, really exploring a bit more and how we can have what we want right now in the sense of exploring the emotional feeling of that which we desire, which as Abraham is telling us, it's the only reason we want anything anyway. Oh, sometimes it's so funny because we get so tangled up in this idea that I need to have this lover or this husband or this child or this house or this job. I need to have all these things in order to what? You know, Abraham keeps pushing us in order for what? Well, in order to feel something. We do everything because we think it'll help us feel something. And they're asking us to just take a moment and realize that there's a quantum leap into understanding that you can have that feeling, manage that feeling now. And when you do, the whole world opens up to you in the manifest world. And to help me explore this idea more deeply today, I have one of my favorite Abrahamites, who has been my friend, co-patriot, and has been uh, working with me on understanding this information more deeply, my friend, Rosemarie Michaels. Welcome, Rosemarie. Thanks, Ray. That is uh, a wonderful introduction to these, what we're going to be talking about today. Thank I'm you. so happy to have you on the show today. Rosemary has been on the show with us before. She is a professor. She is a photographer, rosemarymichaels.com. You'll get a sense of some of the work that she does. But she is also a leading edge student and teacher of this stuff. Um, and it is so fun to go deeper. And the one, you know, I, I've named the show today, Information is Freedom. Information is freedom, and it really is something when we start to get more information from these teachers, it is a remembering of what we already know, but there is such freedom in this information that's coming through these teachers. I feel as if my life has just blossomed. Don't you find that there's just, it keeps getting better and better and better? It does keep getting better and better, especially with the new ideas of this emotion, all we want is to feel better, or we want to feel happy, we want to feel joy, we want to feel passion, and um, don't really need the stuff for that. I, isn't that kind of confusing? I mean, I hear that, I'm like, no, really, we, we really want the big house, you know? But then when you whittle it down, they're right. I mean, the only reason you want the big house is because you want the feeling that you get with the kind of security and prosperity that a big house represents. It's like we have to stop wake we have to wake up to the idea that the representation of the feeling is not it that's it's a good way to think about it the representation of the feeling because i think what abraham also talks about is well once you get the house and you get the car it's good for a short time that's it you know i'm really happy to look at my new car that lasts a few days and then it's all <laughs> news then we're looking for the next thing oh what else can i get what else can i have um, when really it's that feeling you're looking for. I really want to feel better. I want to feel happy. I want to have a good life. Yeah. That, and what I love about this information is it stops the chasing. 
You know, Mm -hmm. I think what I adore about this new leading edge information that's been coming through only in the last handful of workshops is this idea that we can stop the chase for the physical manifestation. We can stop trying to control conditions in order to get something to happen. And what a relief that is. And talk about getting your freedom back, you know, Mm -hmm. because oftentimes we can get into this bondage of having to try to make things happen or create the environment in order so that certain things will happen. And even we use some of the metaphysical laws that we talk about here, you know, to try to manipulate circumstances in order to get what? The feeling. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you mentioned the secret. It's like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to visualize visualize myself in this car and I'm going to, you know, visualize the feeling. I think a lot of us, we've done that for a long time. Visualize this and feel that. And um, that just isn't, isn't working. It's so much easier. Just go for the feeling. And I, and I love what Abraham's saying now, because you can do that in 10 minutes. You can feel better. Oh, maybe maybe that's what I need to rename the show. Ten minutes to everything you've ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a grabber. (laughs) But it's so true. I mean, uh, we really can come to such peace of mind. One of the fun things I've been dealing with the last couple of weeks is I've been practicing the feeling of just feeling secure. I love that word. You know, I love feeling secure and just cared for. And as I get more and more into just choosing, nothing's happening outside in, in my life to promote or to to actually um, prompt that feeling. I'm choosing it in this moment to remind myself and to conjure up in my emotional body, in my mind and in my spirit, what it feels like to just feel totally cared for, completely and totally secure, cared for, comforted, known. And what's been interesting is as I practice that, it is extraordinary the things that are happening in my life to just instantaneously and hours later, days later, to to fill in that that feeling to actually show me in the physical world how that feeling is being reflected back. It really can be that fast. That is amazing. Um, and that idea of practice, it doesn't sound like work because it's really wanting, I, w- I want to feel secure anyway. So yes. I'm going to practice that today. You know, every time, you know, I look out the window, I'm going to practice, you know, I'm going to think about that. And just even for a minute, um, I think that's a really powerful way to go. Um, I think we spend a lot of time practicing other kinds of feelings we may not want. So yes. why not do practice one you really want to have? Yes, yes. I was counseling with someone earlier this week who was having um, issues with money. And I said, you know, you're never going to get to the money by focusing on your current feeling about the money because that has everything to do with insecurity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? It's not enough. Where is it going to come from? Who do I? What do I have to do to get it? Mm-hmm. You know, and and so we kind of explored this idea if we could find another topic in her life that she felt secure about. And she was able to find something in her life that she did feel secure about and that she loved that feeling of it's almost like, you know, getting on a couch and wrapping yourself in a warm blanket. You know, it's that I am supported. I'm cared for, it, you know, all is well. And I just really encouraged her to to in- to delve into that more because I really, I get it in such a deep way that unless we can practice that emotion of what we want now, the manifestation not only slows down, it just may always be just ahead of us, a chase. Mm -hmm. But 
what what have, in your life do you find that you're able to practice and and kind of get a feeling first? Oh, well, I've been re- working on, you know, I have a child, right? A son who is nearly 12, which means it's that preteen time. So, mm. you know, two-year-olds are very sweet and three-year-olds are lovely and they hug you and all that. <laughs> and then they get grow bigger and they want their own life and they have their own thoughts, which, well, they should. And so I have really, and he's a lovely person. He's just a great kid. But, you know, he's, he's feeling his oats and wants to do things his way. And I have to, I need to really realize that. I have been practicing. My son is a lovely person. He is very smart. He's intuitive. And telling myself that throughout the day um, and practicing that feeling of he knows what he's doing. He's a powerful person. And I need to stand back and let him do that. And that's a- And that's really been working. It is huge. He's you know, he's happy. I'm happy. He's showing me through his sixth grade, you know, work, schoolwork, and then his just daily routine that he is a powerful person. And that's just helpful for me to even think back, you know, when he was two, he did this to show me he was powerful. And I even tell him the stories, you know, when you were three, you did this and it was so cool. And it made me realize, you know, that I am learning from you. And for Mm. me to talk about those stories and think about them before he comes home from school or before the nighttime routine happens or, you know, just, and not in a sense of I better do this or else. It's more like, I really want to feel good about him. I want to know that, you know, in six years, he's going to be 18. So, and getting ahead of that curve, you really hit on something that I want to explore a little bit because a lot of times now Abraham calls it pre-paving, but I think there is such a huge benefit to getting in that space before you know a certain action like coming home or an event is going to happen to really um, practice that feeling. And, and then what's wonderful about that practice too, like any kind of practice, whether you're an athlete um, or, or you practice at a certain skill when the time comes to use that skill, surprisingly, like maybe it comes unexpectedly, the ball's coming across the court, right? <laughs> In a way that you've never seen it come across the court before. You, because you've practiced, it's almost like the mind, body, spirit takes over in remembering the momentum that you set and puts you in a disposition to go into that feeling much easier than if you hadn't been practicing it. Absolutely. Well, there's, there's two things about that. One is when it comes at you, for example, is like, why do I have to play piano every day? And why do I have to do this? And why do I have to do that? I can kind of do, you know, that old uh, commercial, you know, talk to the hand. (laughs) I can do (laughs) that. You know, I'm feeling really good right now. So I'm just going to let you be in your space with that because I'm not, I'm not part of that. You go have that, uh, that time and let me know when you're ready to chat. Um, and that works. The other part I think about the practicing is you're ready to go like I was ready to go in that incident, but I'm looking forward to the time when that doesn't even happen. I've practiced it so well, my feeling that he, of um, just knowing he's a powerful person, that that's all he can show me. Yeah, that's awesome. Because then you can build on that because there's depths to that. Right. There's there's such a deep dive and the law of attraction works with us when we've already built up a momentum around that secure knowing about a situation or a person. Then we are in the vicinity where law of attraction can feed us more perspectives 
more opportunities to go even bigger and deeper into that wanting. And and that's when we can start to get specific. This is another thing that Abraham has been telling us. Do not be specific when you're negative. Then you're basically getting really detailed about what you don't want and you build that house. So we want to get into that generalized place. But what you're talking about is when you've practiced a feeling, when you've really practiced, and then, you know, the opportunity to go on (laughs) happens. Then you're, it's so easy to then now get even more detailed in how exceptional your son is mm-hmm. and how extraordinary this coming together of you and he is and to really bring out the best of him in that momentum. And, you know, Abraham tells us we can't actually, you know, um, create in someone else's experience, but we have the power of influence. Yes, we and do. that's awesome. It is. And that I think there's a really strong power between um, a mother and their children, um, that power of influence. And you want to be an uplifter. You want to show that, you know, you we are powerful beings, we as adults. Um, and so, you know, we, we want to show the way, um, but we don't do that by with words. We do that by example. Yeah, how we stand, mm-hmm. how we stand in vibration. That's right. And, you know, I said it last week, and Janice and I were talking about it, that the universe does not understand English. It only understands vibration. And we want to be practiced in the language of vibration. What are we speaking? What is our vibration speaking? And uh, we just have a few minutes before the break. And when we come back from the break, I want to explore one particular track that you can actually find on YouTube of Abraham speaking very recently at a workshop where they talked about an experience they had in airport security, (laughs) which I love this. You know what I mean? It's like this stuff works no matter where you are. And they actually had an opportunity where they made airport security fun (laughs) Yeah, I said fun. (laughs) And they were able to use, and of course, as we see these stories that Abraham tells of Esther, it's always kind of funny when they tell the story of Esther as she speaks, and and her friend Barbara, uh, situations where normally it just looks like it's going to be a drag. You know, it's just one of those have to do's. What I love about this information is that it allows everything in life to be extraordinary. You know, there isn't a day or a moment that has to pass that has to be a drag. And that's so powerful. It's very powerful. And it's an opportunity for us to see that um, that we get to choose. You know, I, I think that's so important that we keep remembering that we get to choose and we can choose again. So if you've choose if you've chosen to see something from a frustration point, from a negative standpoint, don't worry. You can choose again. You can take a breath and start to choose another perspective that perhaps has more freedom in it. But when you really even then get to look at circumstances that should be difficult, quote unquote, and choose to see it as fun and frolicking. And an opportunity for more. So when we come back from the break, we're going to play this small track from a recent workshop where we see that even airport security can be fun when you know how to choose how you're feeling. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. My name is Ray, and I'm on the line here with Rosemarie, another Abrahamite. And we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned.
Our goal at Unity Online Radio is to continue expanding our spiritual programming and growing our listening audience. To help us become an ever stronger voice in today's world, we ask for your support. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. now return to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction on Unity FM, AlignRadio.com, and now Stitcher. Go ahead and download um, the mobile app for Stitcher on your iPhone or Android, and you can listen to every one of our shows, and it refreshes every week so you get the latest, greatest. Today, we're talking about how information is freedom, and the information we're getting from these leading-edge teachers that we call Abraham, abraham abraham-hicks.com, get more about them there. We really see that life is meant to be enjoyed, and even the most difficult and frustrating and even boring things in life that you have to go through, like airport security, could be fun. In this segment, Esther talks a little bit about their experience after they got through airport security and actually had a nice time. And as they sat waiting for a plane, they decided that they can manifest fun because their momentum of fun had already begun. Hold on. Here's a clip from an Abraham Hicks workshop. Manifestation, what you're living in any moment is a manifestation. Manifestations surrounding you. The people you meet, manifestations. The way they play with you or not, manifestations. The way you feel as you move through your day, manifestations. Your life is unfolding. Manifestation, 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 manifestation. And it keeps moving. Have you noticed? There it went again. 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 So you have constant personal control over the manifestation of your moment. And what trips you up often is you're looking long-term where you have not enough power or not enough clarity and letting the future to which you have not enough answers right now readily available to you concern you where if you would just be present in the moment and be aware of the manifestation that's happening now and adjust your vibration accordingly. In other words, that little bit of fun got more fun started and more fun started and now they come to a place where there are two seats but not together. And what's sitting in the seat between the seats is a magazine and a cell phone. And so Esther is thinking, well, I'll sit on this side of the magazine and the cell phone and Barbara can sit on the other side of the magazine and the cell phone. But Barbara is thinking, That's ridiculous. I'm going to move the magazine and the cell phone. So she did what Esther thought was a forbidden thing. She touched someone else's things and moved it to another seat and explained to the man who had told them that someone had been sitting there, well, now he sits here. (laughs) And then a great big gruff-looking man comes walking across from Starbucks and Esther thinks, I'm going to the bathroom. I don't want any part of this. And as he comes to his telephone, which has clearly been moved, Barbara said, we moved you. And he said, you were so gentle, I didn't even feel it. And Esther began to realize that 
Now the momentum of fun was started. There was no ending to what the day was going to provide. In other words, you just can't get into a place where you're feeling good, where you're loving the people of your planet, where the people who want to play with you are coming to you. You just can't get on that sort of vibrational roll without acknowledging these are manifestations. And what we want to call your attention to is that the most significant manifestation of all, have you been listening to us for a while? Some of you have for a very long while. And have you heard us say, yes, you've heard us say on endless occasions because we say it every time we get together with you we say it several times every opportunity we have everything that everyone wants or ever has wanted or ever will want is because they believe they will feel better in the having of it they believe they will have a good feeling emotional response in the receiving of this other thing that they think they want and what we want to convince you of is that what you want is the emotion what you want is the good feeling the other stuff's just the justification that you give for having it. In other words, I want prosperity because I will feel better, and I want a lover because I will feel better, and I want this because I will feel better. I want everything that I want because I believe I will feel better in the having of it, and I believe I will not feel good in the absence of it, but it is the emotion that is the primary manifestation. Hear that. Your emotion is your primary manifestation. And if you can hear that, if you can leave with that today, if you can know it in the way we know it, then you will have control of the only manifestation that matters, which is the way you feel. And when you get control of that one, you've got control of every other manifestation. Yeah, baby. How do you like them apples, right? I love that. Oh, it's just so juicy. I can't hear it enough times. So let's let's back up a little bit. So they were having fun at the airport security. And if you want to see like the whole clip of this, go to YouTube and search Abraham Live, the only manifestation that matters. And there's like a whole eight minute clip there. But they already had kind of had fun with the guy in the security line goofing around. And then, you know, they're waiting for their plane. And this sort of idea that they're they're just deciding to have fun, you know, Oh, I, I think just deciding that's what we do all the time. We make decisions all the time about what we're going to do, but sometimes we don't do it purposefully. Yes. And they, Esther and Barbara, are purposefully saying, we are going to have fun through this security. We're going to have fun with this airport experience because really we just want to get to where we're going. But why don't we have fun on the way? And then they just played with people. It sounds like the whole time they were there. And and the playful people showed up. Exactly. See, that, that's the thing that we want to get across here is that whether you know it or not, you're affecting who shows up. And we talk that we talk a, a lot about that on Everyday Attraction because you do affect the rendezvous points, you know, that, that happen. And because they were, were in such a playful mode and they chose to take things lightly and to laugh when they had to have their suitcase go through security three times, you know, they chose again and again and again to just let it go, to be free, to be light and easy and funny about it. Um, they chose a guy, you know, they of course went to the right seat where this big gruff guy was ready to play, you know, versus the guy who would have got peeved and you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. And, um, and it was surprising with Esther saying, I think I'll go to the bathroom. And so even in the moment, you don't even realize how powerful you are, even Esther, that you're only going to bring those kind of happy, playful people to you. That's a really good point. She was ready to hi ho it, you <laughs> know what I mean? Because in her mind, it was like that was just a bad idea. Bad things are coming from this, but they had already prepaved that momentum. They had already been in 
in the mode of choosing their perspective of, of deciding how they wanted to feel about this trip of getting from A to B, a pretty mundane thing that a lot of us do from daily, from, from our daily experience. I, I recently had an experience on uh, an airline I, I won't mention, but, um, you know, I just decided it was a long flight. It was a flight from Chicago and, and it was just, you know, longer than, it, I wanted it to be, but I saw the sort of momentum that I was creating before the flight and I said, stop it. You know, let's decide to have a wonderful time. I was sitting next to a colleague, you know, let's decide to just have a really joyful experience. Well, lo and behold, you know, it was a full flight. Ugh, oh, you know, immediately yeah. when they say full flight, no free seats, you're like, dang, you know, <laughs> but you know, I just, again, let it go. I'm choosing to be open and available. And this is sort of the nitty gritty of how these laws work, you know, having fun, enjoying my time. And sure enough, um, this beautiful woman, I got to tell you, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen, sat down in like, not next to me, because my colleague was next to me, but next to him. Well, we started into a conversation that lasted close to three and a half hours. And I tell you, the time went so fast. We had the best time. We laughed. We joked. We had so much in common. Um, the hours flew by. Uh, I'm sure we'll see her again because we just, you know, launched this wonderful friendship. And... Uh, Again, that was a choice. That wasn't an accident. That was something we set into motion. And I think we do need to take responsibility and say, I did that. You well, know? absolutely for all of it. You know, I did that. And then in terms of this emotion, deciding you're going to have fun no matter what. I think Abraham has been talking about that lately too. No matter what, you can have fun with it. And I had a similar thing happen. And we were, my family was driving in a car. We were coming back. We had about an hour long drive from um, out in the wine country, just playing and picnicking and things. And uh, it was, you know, we're just, it's four o'clock. We're all kind of tired and the, we're listening to the radio and nothing good was on, we thought. So I said, well, and everyone sort of started to get, you know, going downhill a little bit. So, I, you know, there's a song that's on all the time. I won't mention the artist, but all the time. And um, we're just kind of tired of it. So I said, well, why don't we, why don't we just pretend we're that person? Let, let's sing like this person. And so I started it and it was more like scat singing. And I knew my son would do it. I go, come on, you do it next. And he did. And then my husband did. So then we were looking through the radio stations, trying to find a song we could sing and kind of scat to. It was very fun. We did that for almost all the way home. That's great. So you chose to take a circumstance and flip it. Absolutely. And we were and laughing that, so hard, laughing so hard. I could hardly drive. My tears were coming down my face. <laughs> it is there, that opportunity to to go more fully into the joy that's available. And you know, I want to highlight one of the things they said on that clip is that we are in constant control of the personal manifestation of the moment. In the moment, we're control and we're in control if we choose to be on how to shift our situation, how to shift our emotions around a present circumstance. Wow, talk about freedom! That to me, that's the biggest freedom. Um, and you know, I I really loved when they said that that part too. And I I, I love that emotion is our primary manifestation. That's our mm. primary manifestation. That is a huge deal. And to that, to me, sets me free. I, I, I Just this last few months when um, Abraham's been talking about this emotion being our primary manifestation, I, I really realized I don't need the stuff. I don't need the car. I don't need the house. I don't need this. I don't need any of it because it matters how I feel moment to moment. That's the important thing, how I feel. And what, well, they said it right there, and they were so adamant about it that anything you've ever wanted, 
any such circumstance you ever want is because you think in the having of it, you will feel better. You know, so it's really, we don't even realize that we're chasing the emotion, but we are. And it's not to say that you can't have those things because ironically, once you do get into the momentum of having it, then the physical universe will deliver it in spades. They will deliver it over and over and over and over again in deeper and broader and more beautiful ways than you could have ever imagined. So you still get the stuff, but we have to remember that the only reason that we're here um, from a from a conceptual standpoint was we came here to experience joy, to experience life and to experience some contrast as well, but then to get back into joy, to get back into the exquisiteness of this physical life experience, the love, um, the opportunity to see and to explore and to create Yes, to create on purpose. And I've heard them say so many times that, you know, you came here to flow the energy that creates worlds towards something that you want and to use that, manipulate it and, and be joyful in the, as you're doing it. Um, and that seems pretty easy. I can do that. I can Absolutely. be, I can feel good. And, you know, we have to claim our creativity. I mean, you're a photographer, Rosemary. You you understand that you can manipulate an image. You can be inspired by a vision and manipulate an image through the wonderful technology of the camera and create an experience. And I think what they're telling us is wake up to the fact that you're creating all day, every day, whether you know it or not, you are. So claim the creativity, and but use vibration as your brush. Use vibration as the way that you co-create. And, you know, I would imagine as a photographer, you've been able to use some of these laws in, in ways that you probably didn't imagine you would. Oh, absolutely. Because it's like, I brought my camera. Look at that. I have my camera today. And there, there's a perfect thing right there. And I can, I can take that. And it, it just... I just lose myself when I'm, I'm um, taking pictures and I forget everything. It's just I get so immersed in the moment and just appreciating whatever I'm taking a photo of. That, and, and when I click, there are times I just get chills and like, that's the one. You know it. You know it. We all know that feeling. And, yeah. and it is that emotional response again. That is the primary manifestation. And I think if there's any major takeaway that we're getting from these teachings right now is that we want to become experts. We want to become more fully aligned with this idea that what we're looking for in our mind, in our body, in our emotion is that shift and that willingness to say, I'm going to choose to make this shift in the moment. And I loved how they said, you know, in the moment, that's really your whole creative palette. That is your clay. The moment, the the vibration of the moment is your canvas, you know, and to claim that instead of putting up with the pictures that everyone else is showing you and saying, this is it, this is your life. Here's the picture <laughs> to say, no, I'm going to wipe that slate as clean as I can. I'm going to blur the canvas as it is, and I'm going to choose to paint with this vibration. And and I've been working on this color palette for a while because I've been practicing when the circumstance wasn't present to really paint in a different way of, and, and of course, you know, if you haven't been having a lot of fun in life, choosing to have fun in a moment is difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah, like if you've been in is. a ratty mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
you can't just pull on the happy, happy rainbow girl kind of dance. <laughs> so this really is about a practice. And the information that we want to give out today is that it is up to you to practice this momentum, to practice this perspective in those details of your life so that when opportunities come that you need and want to shift so that you don't go down a rabbit hole, <laughs> mm-hmm. you can, you can, you have the ability. I want to play another track that has really been capturing my imagination of late. And, and that is this idea that, okay, so we want to create this momentum around feeling good. and But this one extraordinary person has been sitting in the hot seat at the workshop lately. And you'll hear him, if you listen to Abraham, you'll hear him in all kinds of different workshops around the country. And Rosemary and I have really kind of honed into him because he's extraordinary. He's this young guy. And I would, I would love to meet him one day. Did you meet him? I did because after the workshop, I, I went to San Diego to hear um, Abraham, and I was just happened to be ta- at the end of it. I just loved what he had to say, and I was standing in the lobby telling my friends, "Oh, that guy wasn't he great? Oh my, he was more whatever he had to say. He just was right on, and he said it so succinctly." My friend said he's right there, <laughs> so I walked up to him and told them how much I enjoyed him in the hot seat, and he was blue. He was just um, beaming already, and he was very, very kind. Oh, thank you so much, and I think. He's from San Francisco. So, can we just give a shout out to these young and not so young men who are getting in the hot seat and rocking it and who are really asking questions of such depth and expansiveness that it takes us all to a new place? Yeah, it's you know? been awesome lately. Oh, it's just been, been really, I mean, Rosemary and I were watching the webcast just last Saturday morning, um, and, and man after man after man got into the seat, and they just had these deep fabulous questions that were coming from such an extraordinary place and they were willing to share some of them share it at such a depth that it was you know really takes your breath away so you know abrahamites come in all shapes sizes uh (laughs) sex religion creeds it is an extraordinary coming together of people who are wanting to know this information so that they can truly live the life they're living um fully so we're going to take another break but when we come back we're going to play a track from a recent San Francisco workshop that talks about this idea of of contrast and debate. So the question is, well, if I'm supposed to just feel happy all the time, is it bad for me to get into the nitty gritty of debates with people? Should I not be going into the leading edge of contrast and kicking it up? And I think you'll be fascinated and enjoy the response that Abraham has to give about when we do get into contrast and arguments and disagreements, what we can take away from that. Again, you're listening to Everyday Attraction, and we'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. Somewhere, tucked away in the Unity Library archives in Unity Village, Missouri, you can find a secret treasure. They are the scripts from Unity co-founder Charles Fillmore's early days on broadcast radio. The teachings of Unity's founders, almost a hundred years old. Now, for the first time in history, you can hear them through the power of the Internet. Join Bob Brock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Unity Classic Radio, Words from Our Past. Discover the wisdom of Charles Fillmore's talks and of other Unity Radio speakers read on the air again. Call in your comments and questions as Bob and his special guests revisit Unity Radio talks of the past, along with historical background from the early days of the Unity movement. 
That's Unity Classic Radio. Words from our past. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page, search for Everyday Attraction, or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We thank you, Unity FM, for your wonderful words and for the opportunity to be on Unity Online Radio, which we adore, Unity.fm. For anyone who's listening uh, on Stitcher or Align Radio, jump over to Unity.fm and listen to all the extraordinary shows on Unity Online Radio. We're so happy to be part of that family. And we just say thank you, Jeff and Denise and all those great staff people over at the village who've been so extraordinary to us. And uh, we're looking forward to wonderful, wonderful opportunities in the future on this network. So what we want to talk about, I'm going to play a clip again of a recent workshop where a guy was just basically talking about the fact that he kind of loves to get in there and mix it up a little bit and maybe debate with people and maybe get into some contrast. And I think he was just concerned that might not be the best thing for his spirit. So let's see what Abraham has to say about that. Here we go. I'm interested in kind of things that are a dichotomy where they kind of feel good at points, but then also don't feel good at points. So um, things like, like I did debate, I did competitive debate, and there were moments of the community and the passion and the co-creation that were really amazing, but then at the same time, there's the like ingrainedness in the what is that feels bad, or like graduate school, like I'm about to start graduate school, and I love like the whole discussion of institutionalization. I struggled with school for so long, but there's so many things like the focus and the co-creation experience in a classroom and the leading edgeness of school that are so amazing, you know? And it's that moment where I love the con- I love the beneficial aspects of it, but then the contrast also can take me out of alignment. Um, and I know it's fine and it's all working out, but I guess it's just, is it, do we, do we stop moving forward in order to feel the alignment of not having those experiences or is it just the swimming around in it? I mean, it feels like the swimming around and it's what's the point is, you know, cause it's like, those are the moments of joy. Those are the moments when you are, are in it, you know? So but at the same time, I, the negative manifestations that kind of occur because of that misalignment seem to be a counterbalance to that. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So let's chew on this just a little bit. What do you think your overall feeling is about being engaged in that co-creative dance, as you said, at graduate school or in school? And we're just going to ask you some questions just to flesh that out. Do you feel eager and excited about the life that is before you? So, So your balance is so in place that probing around in stuff, even if it's current events, is not 
big enough in relationship to how you feel about life that it's going to be too unsettling to you, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So as you're exploring all of these things and talking about, about the things that you were uh, talking about, social injustices or, or uh, things in the world that aren't working as well as you would like them to, still your optimism is so supreme because the, the, you largely know that you're here for improvement. And so poking around in the problem is known by the whole of you as part of the improvement process, part of the joyous creative process. So the emphasis that you feel, the majority of what you feel, is the aliveness, the social interaction, the co-creative dance, the, the brilliant minds coming together, the insights that are occurring to you, the, your inner being, here's a good way of saying it, your inner being will come to the party will come to the debate and make you brilliant, even if you're talking about the side of the proposition that you don't want to support. Totally. Isn't it interesting? Because that's the game you're playing. In, other words, in this game, I'm going to take this discussion to a whole new level, and I'm going to make them see something that they've never seen before, and I have the resources to do that. Not be, In other words, my inner being, oh, 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 oh. Does that mean, yes, we're having a little party here on our own. <laughs> Does that, does that mean that my inner being would actually help me in the promotion of a step one moment? Yeah. Would it? Would your inner being actually help you to get clearer about what you don't want as in a debate pro so that you can give birth to what you do want? Really? Now, we haven't been there before, have we? In other words, this manifestation, this fullness of... I just want to take a break there because I think there's something really juicy to, mm -hmm. to kind of talk about there. You know, we have talked about the creative process pretty, pretty clearly here with the Abraham work. Step one is you create contrast. There is contrast in the world. Um, you have things that you don't want. That is step one. That's part of the clarifying of what you do want. And you shoot off a rocket of asking. That's step two. And the universe, as Abraham has told us, always says yes. Ask and it is given. That's the part that goes so lovely together. So you ask, and whether you know it or not, you're shooting off a rocket of energy that says, I would want an improvement in this way. And then step three is, you know, uh, we have to come into alignment or vibrational alignment with that asking, and then it's delivered in the manifest form. So step one, two, three. So what he was saying there was really interesting because what in the past we've only looked at step two and three. I mean, step two is as source's role, you know, deliver source's role. But here again, this is such a deep understanding of this uh, law of attraction is that here they were saying your inner being because you're so balanced and optimistic in your in your knowing, will come in and help you clarify what you don't want. Isn't that interesting, Rosemary? That is so interesting. That's the first I've ever heard them say that. And first that ever. struck me as too, and I had written that down. Um, they're going to help me in the promotion of a step one experience. My first reaction was, really? Don't I have really? enough? <laughs> I think I'm doing a great job alone. Thank you very, uh, thank much. You very much. But then I realized, no, I'm probably not doing that alone. My inner being is saying, here, you're doing so well. You're in balance. How about this? This will help you clarify what you really want. This will, you know, try this over here and um, see how you handle that, you know. It's, the overall stability, though, is that they're saying is, is that what they could sense from this person mm -hmm. is that 
his balance, his knowing was so dominant that then he had the ability to go to that leading edge and kick it up a little bit, kick up the dust, talk about the social issues, you know, be in the contrast. I think a lot of times when people first hear about law of attraction, they stop watching the news, they drop all their negative friends, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because they're so afraid of, you know, being pulled into um, an emotion or a thought system that will bring them stuff they don't want. And, And I think once you get your balance in this work and once you've been doing it a while, you really get to this stability where you can watch the news. You can engage people who are deeply negative for fun. Um, you can engage people who you disagree with. And it doesn't have the same kind of devastating pull when you did not have that balance and that alignment with source, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's that perspective too, being able, I'm finding myself more able to kind of step back. If something is happen, happening, as particularly with students, you know, I, I'm a teacher, um, I can really, in the moment even, step back and, and, and hear what they're saying if they're having an issue or a problem um, and, and, and see it really practicing seeing things through the eyes of source. And it's just a whole other perspective of dealing with things. Easier at work than it is at home at times, but I'm getting it. Well, that's a muscle that I want to talk about because I think a lot of folks um, who are just beginning law of attraction work and just beginning to understand um, even metaphysics have a hard time understanding that there is a duality there that you're talking about, that you can step back, that there's something to step back from mm-hmm. and renegotiate how you are going to be in the moment with that circumstance. And let me tell you, I love that, but that takes some practice. That's really where you can, that's about hitting an ace at Wimbledon. You know what I mean? Where you're <laughs> right. so, you, you practice this and you're so, the crowd is watching and everything's happening and the emotions are flying and you're still able to nail it. And I think that that's a dexterity that we all long for and that why we do this work. Because it is in that moment to step back and not lose yourself in a negative spiral and choose again that you truly, again, what we talked about is that's freedom, you know? That's it. That's, That's realizing that nobody can take away from you your alignment. You only give it away. You only give it away ever, 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 ever. And it is that it is that dexterity that I know I long for as a student of Abraham. I long for that knowing that no matter how sticky and dis- and uncomfortable a circumstance can get, that I can take a breath and... I think we've all experienced that thing where we get carried away with our emotions mm-hmm. and, and it happens all the time and I don't, you know, beat myself up for it. But I remember I was, you know, on the phone with a client the other day and he just pissed me off. I mean, his <laughs> what he said, just, you know, I must, it, I just lost it, you know, and I found myself just spiraling into a, a place of being defensive and clarifying and even being a little, maybe a little rude. Um, because <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just a little bit, you know, after a few minutes, I thought, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it is and Abraham said in this clip too, it is a co-creative dance, you know, yeah, yeah. somehow we are drawing these people to us for a reason. Yeah. They're helping us work it out. I mean, they're really they helping are. us with our forearm. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. And that's okay. And then we're moving along and it's like, okay, next time I'll tr- think about doing that a little differently. Well, when I was in the conversation, I was actually able to catch myself. And like you'd mentioned, you know, when you're having a conflict with a student to catch yourself in the moment and step back 
and shift your vibration. And I was able to do that during that conversation. I usually don't get so far in. That's what was surprising to me. But I caught myself halfway down the slide, took a breath and went back in. And I said to this person, the reason I'm getting so passionate about this is because I care about you and I care about your business and I care about your success. And I wouldn't be talking to you this way if I didn't care. And I could feel he shifted from defensiveness to feeling like he understood in that moment that I was not trying to just be adversarial, Mm -hmm. that I cared. And it really gave us a shift in the conversation where by the end of it, we were both feeling pretty good about our business relationship because he realized the depth of my caring and I realized the depth of his wanting, you know, but it is that kind of dexterity that our friend here is talking about, that he can go debate the social issues and watch the evening news and be with a negative person. <laughs> Hello, people. <laughs> yours. Yeah, oh. for, exactly. And and to do that on purpose and to do that be, and to and, and somehow he talked about also getting feeling good about that, that this is I draw this to me and I'm dealing with this and there's some fun to be had here, which mm-hmm. is hard in the moment. And there isn't a, a backlash, if you will, mm-hmm. um, as long as you can, can get your breath and get that dexterity. Let's go back to the recording and listen to just a few minutes more. Again, we're listening to an Abraham Hicks workshop, and I so encourage you, oh, go to abraham-hicks.com and get your own copies of these workshops. You can actually sign up to get a monthly workshop where they have sort of uh, edited the best of the workshops that they're doing, and they will send them to you, to your door. Uh, just run, don't walk, get that, get on that subscription, because if you love this material, if you love what you're hearing, there is so much, so much fun to have. Here we go. Let's hear what more Abraham has to say about the nitty gritty and the deliciousness of contrast. Here we go. Who you all are. In other words, this whole conversation is you can't get it wrong and you never get it done. And as long as you're feeling mostly fun and joy about what you're doing, then keep doing it that way, you see. Totally. We don't ever want you to say, oh, I study this spiritual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which means it's like being a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> we love you very much. But you're so pure about what you eat, you're not eating anything that tastes good. And we don't want you to be such a purist in your thoughts that, that you're isolating yourself off into this corner where, where I'm a spiritual person and, and, and so I should not be having that thought. And we say, a lot of those thoughts lead to other thoughts and other thoughts and, the, and the, it's like saying I'm an artist and I will deprive myself of most of the mediums that are available to me because I disapprove of them in this way and this way and this way and this way. And we say, then you're going to miss out on a lot of the delicious, magnificent things that you will be creating. If you deprive yourself of the resources of creation. And I guess, too, I, I feel like I love kind of the work of being in contrast and stabilizing your vibration in that place because oh. it feels amazing. That Say that again, because those are the most perfect words that we've ever heard. <laughs> being in contrast and stabilizing my vibration. Totally, because it's like you can be on a beach and feel good, but it's that moment of like being in a situation where you're not on a beach and still feeling amazing. That feels really great, you know. But I... <laughs> It's just more beneficial to let go. Like I started, I, I was... The uh, moment that it feels uncomfortable. Okay. Well, like, so I was... 
Oh, I want to stop there. So much deliciousness in that. Just a couple moments. Oh, you know, I was at this workshop in San Francisco when this happened. And I got to tell you, I almost peed my pants. I laughed so hard with the vegan content. Now, shout out to the vegans. Love you. Love you. Love vegans. Love it. There's just don't, don't go too deep with this. But it was just an analogy that I thought was so hysterical <laughs> that we do whittle ourselves down to not how I can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. Oh, I can't have that. I can't think that. Oh, I can't think to the point where we just have absolutely no color. Yes. <laughs> eating beige food people and we're here for the contrast we're and here we're to experience it all throw a donut in there for god's sakes no i'm just kidding <laughs> um but it is i mean i just thought that was so funny and i love the analogy of spit the spiritual whittling down and i've seen this in our spiritual communities yes, yes. where we say oh i can't think that i can't think that i can't watch that person i can't watch that tv show i can't watch that movie it'll just take me you know it's like come on yeah. We're, we're here to choose. And if you can't choose in the midst of it, you've got some work to do. That's right. You know? And I think it's, it's again about getting your sea legs, which I talk about a little bit. Okay. You, you want to get it a balance when you first get into this. And then after a while, you know, it's here. We need to accept it and, and be able to look at it and say, okay, that's not for me, but that person has chosen that way. And that's Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. Well, believe it or not, we've actually come to the end of our delicious show. Thank you, Rosemary. Rosemary Michaels have been on the show with me for the last hour. She is, a, again, a professor and a photographer. Check out her website at rosemarymichaels.com. Thank you, Abraham I. Thank you so much for having me. This was really a lot of fun. We'll see you next time. Namaste. And as we like to end out the show, I just want to say thank you again for playing with us, for being in such a fun space and allowing this information to just help you have more freedom to be exactly who you've come to be and more. There is always more. And we'll be next week to explore what more fun we can have with the law of attraction. You've been listening to Everyday Attraction and we wish you well. Until next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join Ray every Friday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Go to www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction and mail a free card that you personalize to someone you appreciate. Don't wait. Act on your promptings to appreciate today at www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Everyday Attraction is recorded live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time on Align Radio, alignradio.com. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear 
so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you, but God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Unity. 